Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. What is up, everybody? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk all the reality TV news that we care about and you really need to know. I'm Anna Rumer. And I'm Jameson Brown. And I am Hannah Barnes. Now, Hannah, you're here. You're our first guest host since Jose left us. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome to 2020. And uh, thanks for stepping in today. We've got a really good show for you. Well, thank you for having me. And I know we got lucky that it is Bachelor Premiere Week. So hey, yeah. something I'm yes, familiar yes. with. <laughs> You could say. <laughs> Hannah is like our bachelor, like, savant. So we're going to definitely talk about The Bachelor's premiere. We're going to talk about Vanderpump Rules coming back, which is like my Christmas, basically. <laughs> we're going to talk about how it, we're only a couple days into 2020, and Kylie Jenner has already stirred up plenty of controversy, as is her want. And then Janelle Evans from Teen Mom 2, does she have a new boyfriend unclear, but also kind of clear at the same time. So there's a lot to go on. There's been so much that's happened since we missed you. I've just been talking into a microphone to nobody for a couple weeks. So we should get started. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> You're like, never mind. I don't want to do the podcast at all anymore. <laughs> so let's start with The Bachelor. We've got Peter Weber coming in. He's got his first three-hour episode. What do we think of Pilot Peter? I mean, okay, I didn't watch Hannah Brown's full season. I personally am a premiered finale kind of person, so he didn't exactly strike me in any <laughs> of the times that I watched him. Actually, okay, I have to say when Hannah came back during the premiere and they had a conversation, I kind of felt like I saw more of Peter as a person and I, I felt like I liked him more. I thought he did a good job too, especially when everybody was coming in with all the introductions and there were some of them were a little, you know. Oh, my gosh. Some of them were crazy. miserable. And he, he handled it well, I thought. <sighs> I personally think the fun, like the premiere is the most cringeworthy part of the show. I fast forward through a lot of it because those intros are just so awkward to watch. I mean, and like, do they come up with that themselves often? I'm, I'm just curious. Or do the producers do it? Like, where do you get a cow, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I read in, um, I believe the book is called Bachelor Nation. I'm blanking on the author's name right now. Sorry. But she's covered The Bachelor for a long time. And so she knows kind of the ins and outs of it. And a lot of the contestants will come up with the idea and bring it to the producers. Um, producers will also suggest things uh -huh. mm -hmm. as well. So it kind of goes back and forth. So the cow, who knows where the cow came from? But I did love watching... What was its name? Ashley, Ashley P. P. Uh, she was billed Ashley as a vegetarian, I believe. Emotional support <laughs> cow, too. So, Oh, my God. I felt similarly about Peter last season. I watched all of Hannah Brown's season, and he struck me as a, a nice guy, but kind of boring. Yeah. I was really rooting for Mike Johnson to be The Bachelor for many reasons. But, you know, this is The Bachelor we have. And uh, <laughs> I thought his premiere made him more interesting yeah which is better they really yeah, laid I, on I, the pilot I was, stuff i was just about oh to say like God. they want oh you to know gosh. that he is a pilot oh. they need you to know that 
just in case we didn't know all last season. And one thing that I thought was really interesting, it was pointed out online, and uh, he got rid of all the flight attendants on night one. Oh, Every I didn't know that. Every single one of oh, the women really? who is a flight attendant. Yeah. Is that a coincidence? So what does he know? Mm-hmm. Mm, I know. <laughs> it's like, he doesn't want to talk shop, or do they know about him? Like, what's what's going on with that? There's, there's a conspiracy theory there, but I don't know anything about planes, so maybe not. <laughs> oh, gosh, I couldn't tell you. But I thought the first flight attendant they brought in was so excited because she thought she was the only flight attendant. And mm-hmm. she was not. Not the only one. <laughs> It was they what, like four or five? I think there's a, at least three. Yeah, yeah more than that. There's a bunch. Yeah, they're two. I mean, bless flight attendants. They bring me all sorts of pretzels and keep us safe. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I was not surprised that there were a bunch of them. But also, I was like, come on, yeah. we get it. He's a pilot. It's fine. They probably. I mean, it was at like every about. turn, you know, mm-hmm. after and before commercial, a little bit in between. I mean, they they laid it on really thick. I do have to say, though, it's better than last season of The Bachelor when it was Colton Underwood. Better than every joke being about him being a virgin because that was uncomfortable. But I feel like for every joke they made about Colton being a virgin, they made some comment about Peter in the windmill. Like, oh, you're right. So many of them. (laughs) So many things. And then we have our windmill. Yeah. Like the that was intense. So next week, a full windmill costume. I mean, come on. I just want to be able to watch The Bachelor with my mom, guys. Don't make me feel weird sitting next to her on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. And then, Hannah, you talked about the return of the other Hannah B. Yeah. What did you think about her coming back? Because I know a lot of people were pissed and a lot of people were super into it. So, okay, the first time when she came back on, you know, Rose, whatever, intro night, I was just like, okay, like she came back to return the wings. Very cute. She also, you know, looks suspiciously extra good. uh, Thanks to probably (laughs) that Dancing with the Stars glam team. Um, (laughs) But it could, I feel like she gave him back the wings, could be construed just like wants him to, you know, find love, good luck. But then the whole like date thing when she showed up to like MC the date, that was incredibly awkward for everybody involved um, when she was talking about their relationship. Um, but yeah, the the conversation that the two of them had kind of in that green room or whatever, it was, I felt like it was very, obviously probably staged, but did seem very real at the same time. So I'm very curious to see what happens between the two of them. And also if she did come back, the other girls would be understandably upset. So I think that's lots a of good question. And drama I, brewing. y'all think there's going to be some way that they end up together in the end of this? Is that a possibility or I'm asking this totally organically? I swear I'm, this is just me like asking that question. <laughs> no, that is actually my conspiracy theory about oh, this yes. season because so there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Reality Steve, he's a blogger who generally spoils the entire season and he spoiled a lot of the season, like what happens on dates and stuff like that which we I won't bring up, but he has not been able to spoil the final result. And even Peter has gone and done interviews saying this is going to be a spoiler-free season. There's no way to spoil yeah, I it. Saw that. And I think that's because it you can't spoil it if nothing has happened yet. I think that Peter mm. is going to propose to Hannah at the after the final rose taping, which hasn't Dang. happened yet. That's, I mean, lot. it's based on that. <laughs> it, there, there's nothing I know other than what I've just said. So it's probably... Not true, but it kind of tracks and and it would make sense why there's been no spoilers yet. I don't know. But I mean, I feel like he was like ready to go, ready to be the bachelor. And she shows up and is like, oh, I see you're doing well. Let me come in and ruin your life. 
Like, yeah. And then he, like, remember when I didn't choose you (laughs) twice? When I didn't choose you twice? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And I was also kind of offended. I mean, not offended, but you know, the producers think that we're stupid sometimes. And sometimes we are, and sometimes we're not. But I was really offended that they they really tease going in hard, like, Hannah's going to join the house again. She's going to be part of this. First of all, of course she's not. Second of all, if you look at the filming timeline, which isn't that obscure. I wasn't watching it like closely. I just saw when the two things were being filmed. She was filming Dancing with the Stars at the exact same time. So there was no way that she was going to be brought into the house and filming that and then back on Mondays doing the Roomba with Alan Burstyn. You know, it's just not going to happen. So I I thought that was a little disingenuous to uh, quote our dear friend Jordan Kimball. And <laughs> and I, I didn't care for that plot twist, but I do think that maybe bringing her in early on is a bit of a tease for what's going to happen later on in the season. Yeah. I mean, I I do feel like your theory could have weight. Like if they brought her on, then he's thinking like, Oh, like, did she really make a mistake? Like, well, you know, all this. And maybe he didn't, you know, find love with one of his contestants. They could be together right now. We don't know. Maybe that wouldn't have happened if they brought her on. So who knows? It's definitely going to, it's definitely going to fuel our conspiracy theories, which I'm pumped for. So I have so many bachelor conspiracy theories. You guys are really in for it. (laughs) Yes. 2020 starting off. Well, I'm excited about it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So moving on to uh, people who should maybe know better, but don't. And that's why we love them. The return of Vanderpump rules. Guys, this is my favorite show on TV. (laughs) These people, no one has put more heart and ruined their lives more for our well-being (laughs) than the Vanderpump Rules cast. Yes. Bless their hearts. I love them so much. I was concerned about this season coming back because since they're all getting a little bit older, they're moving into houses, they're getting married, settled down. (laughs) Matching houses, they did. Tom and Ariana and then Jax and Brittany did move into like identical houses. And another one, one another another couple. I forgot. Oh, yes. um, No. Yeah, Katie and Tom. Yeah. Yes, they all moved into they're all the same kind of white valley house. It's um it's just proof of the codependence that exists within that friend group that makes them a real blast to watch. Yes, there's the shade. <laughs> there's the shade. I love it. I, I it's it's <laughs> I was thinking maybe the season wouldn't be that good. You know, they're bringing in new people, is it cuz they don't have anything? And then the first episode came and these people are just hammered oh, all the boy. time. Yeah dysfunctional and and I love them all they're like my siblings so the premiere was a joy we started off with you know the actual official episode description said that they were moving into their quote grown-up houses now mind you Jax is 40 he's as (laughs) old as it actually said grown-up houses it did say grown-up houses Jax is older than one of the real housewives of Beverly Hills. He's older than Teddy Mellencamp, <laughs> mind you, but he's a grown up now, guys. Uh, Stassi and Bo. Because he's getting married. Yes. He's, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is he a bridezilla or what? It's so weak. I mean, I feel like knowing him and having watched him, like you could see that coming a mile away. But it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's a little, it's still weird. He demoted Tom Zandoval, who's been his best friend for, for a million years to not his best man because he couldn't come to his pre-bachelor party because he was visiting his mom. Excuse me, a pre-bachelor party? party. Okay. Pre-bachelor party, That's not a thing. 
That's, no, it's that's absolutely ridiculous. I'm sorry. Get out of here. Nope. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's nothing. But now he's given it to the other Tom, <laughs> uh, Tom Schwartz, who, as we love, he's one of my favorites. He is very concerned about being able to take on the responsibilities. And I think rightly so. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that sounds too intense for, for me. That's for sure. Yeah, I feel like being involved in any capacity in Jackson's wedding would just be a lot for someone to handle. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. Uh, one of Tom Schwartz's other favorite moments from the episode was when he was talking to Katie about how he really wanted them to bring sexy back this year. Uh, their their marriage has maybe come to a bit of a standstill. But then he put on a giant muumuu at the party, like a large T-shirt. <laughs> so he's really dedicated to. That I like activity. Schwartz a lot. I, he's definitely. <laughs> Me I mean, too. I, I agree with you. He's my. He's one of my favorites on that show. No question. He's the best. There was a conversation going on. I, for, I forget what it was. I think it was an argument about Kristen's boyfriend, uh, Carter, who is they've broken up, but not really because he lives in her house and they're still sleeping together. And then the girls are annoyed because she's saying that they're not together. That's a whole thing. That's a whole situation. It sounds like <laughs> that's a whole situation. Um, but then they just zoom in on Tom Schwartz in the background, just thousand yards stare. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I just wanted to have a party and drink. I know. I love how way. he's just like, he plays like spectator with all of this and then kind of like yes. dips in with like the childish, like, like humor and then like pops right back out. I love it. Yes. At one point when Katie was yelling, he goes, is that my wife yelling? <laughs> And then just walks away. He's like, oh, I don't want to. If it is my wife feeling, I don't want to have a part in it. Uh. And then, you know, we've got basically the season coming up. We've got the end of Jack's and Tom Sandoval's friendship. They're not talking nowadays. And Jack's went on Watch What Happens Live recently and uh, said that Ariana, the reason she won't marry Tom is because she's a lesbian. She clapped back and said, I'm bisexual. So, you know, bite me. Um, and then we've got the end of the witches of WeHo, Stassi, Kristen, and Katie. Uh, Kristen is out of that group because of her whole thing with Carter. So it's going to be a jam-packed season. And we've got some new people coming in, too. We've got Max and Dana and Brett that we've met so far. And Sheena is already hooked up with two of them. So uh, I was going to ask what the structure is, like, with between the new – the ser- servers as as yeah. <laughs> and then the yeah. and then the older crew like how is it set yeah. up for the show well i really appreciate this season the show has stopped lying to us and pretending that everyone still works at sir because clearly <laughs> they don't lala's on a private jet every two minutes with her very very rich fiance um so they I, i'm not sure how it's really gonna happen but i appreciate the fact that they're not lying to us anymore and they're just gonna throw them in together and say "Mm, we're filming a tv show that's how they're related (laughs) because i don't need them to be introduced organically i just want to watch them fight with each other yep yep same yeah so uh with me having just you know spilled my heart about my (laughs) dear friends in west hollywood and the valley now let's go to an ad break uh when we come back We will talk about Kylie Jenner and Janelle Evans, so we've got some problematic faves on our way. (laughs) 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we are back and we are diving into Kylie Jenner. We are just a couple days into 2020 and she's already doing all sorts of stuff. My personal favorite is um, when she posted something on Instagram about how sad it was that the, you know, it's more than half a billion animals in Australia have been killed in the devastating brush fires, which is horrible. But then the next picture was a picture of her wearing mink slippers. So that was not great for her. And she definitely got called out on that. Thoughts? Yeah, I think that, I mean, it was probably a mistake, probably some sort of oversight. I mean, well, first of all, I mean, just the fact that she's wearing mink slippers at all is a little like, Um, right? But yeah, following uh, a post about over half a billion animals dying with you wearing a fur product is slightly tone deaf, in my opinion. But it th- it's so tone deaf, and I feel like this is where we get into con- conspiracy world. So is it? I mean, is that something that's? And I don't know what the reason would be for this, but is it done on purpose? Like it's just so absolutely. I mean, there's no way, right? Like, there's no way you would do that on the like first post, and then right after that, you would you would you would post, you know, something like that. I don't get that at all. I have two options basically for how this happened, and I'm not sure which one is the real one. But it's either that any press is good press. I want to get my name out in the news, and that's one way to do it. Or it's that super rich people literally have no concept of what's okay because no one in their lives ever criticizes them to their face or tells them that something's not okay. I think both are correct in different situations, but I'm not sure which one this one was because um, fur is really out in, in 2020 yeah. and 2019 and 2018. Like We haven't been doing that for a really long time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean that's I, I I don't know which one it would be, but I I find that just I mean that's pretty that's pretty shocking. She she would follow up with that. That was bad. And then before that, actually, it was like two days into twenty twenty. Like, give us a break, Kylie, please. We need we need <laughs> kicking rest. it off real strong. <laughs> please let us recover from New Year's Eve before you hit us with this. But uh. she posted on Instagram a it's actually from an old photo shoot, but the photo just got posted now. It was a picture of her dressed up in what was supposed to be Gwen Stefani reminiscent style, but was her in like twists. Uh, So she immediately got blasted for cultural appropriation. And it's like, oh my God, how many times has this happened to you, Kylie? Don't you have any concept of what that might be? And don't you care? Because every single time people really go at you for it. I mean, clearly, you don't care if you keep doing it that much. So I just... That's very true. You don't care at that point. That's true. So I think we it's official proof that she really doesn't care, which is 
I mean, I don't know if she fire. would, th- if she is thinking that it's, it's really not an issue and continues to post it, or if like she doesn't care that it is an issue and doesn't care about backlash. So I, I mean, there's definitely a couple options, but I feel like there's no possibility if she has not missed the backlash all the other time she's done something like this. So it's like, you know, I would find it hard to believe too, like with how successful she's been with, with other things specifically on the business venture side that she would say, okay, I'm going to do this consciously, you know, and, and on purpose to try and get, you know, like get back in the media cycle. I, Cause she doesn't need that. And I, and I feel like she knows that. So I wonder if it's just, you know, she completely messed up or, or just is continuing to do this. Well, and she likes to really co-opt like, the black aesthetic um, and not (laughs) face any kind of criticism for it in the way that people who are actually black and have been dressing like that for however long actually get. So she really likes to dive into that. And it's a pretty serious thing whenever you go back to the roots of it. it has ties in racism and, and, you know, she has family members who are black. Her nieces and nephews are half black. Her own daughter is half black. You would think that she would care more about the struggles of African-American people, but I don't know what she's thinking there. It's uh, it's really baffling and it's tough to root for her whenever there's lots of silly things that they can mess up on, Yeah, but it's stuff like this where you're like, oh man, Ooh. you make it tough. Yeah. You make it tough to root for you. Especially since she has so many followers that are so influenced by her and like to see mm-hmm. her wearing these things and like this, these hairstyles and these clothes and they're like, oh, I want to look like that. Mm-hmm. And they're, yeah. you know. I mean, that's going out to what, 150, 160 million people. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. And God knows how many of them are young and impressionable. Yeah, exactly. old and impressionable. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then the one thing with the Australian relief um, – thing that I forgot to mention is that she did donate a million dollars after that. So she did kind of take a mea culpa for that, which is great. Well, a million dollars is a lot of money. It is. I mean, she said she did an Instagram story, I think like yesterday saying that when she first heard about it, like she wanted to donate. So, I mean, I don't know if she donated after all the backlash and was like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I need to do something or like she really was going to, or really maybe already did. Like, we don't know. And I don't, I feel like, I think, what was it, Kim and Chloe tweeted about this. Like, we're not entitled mm-hmm. to know if anybody donated anything. I I both agree with that. And then I'm like, but you share literally every other part of your life. So you can't be, it's both and it's both and nothing. I agree with both because no one's entitled to details about their life, but they also share every detail of their life. Yeah, so it's true. difficult to be like, but not this one. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like pick and choose, pick and choose. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where I fall on that. I but they definitely have a point. I guess no one has the right to look at their bank account unless <laughs> we're contributing to it. <laughs> well, some of us who purchase Kylie Cosmetics are. You know, so. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> Listen, give me the tax receipts. I bought a lip kit once <laughs> and I'm allergic. <laughs> okay, let's move away from the Kardashians because it's 2020 and we're trying to start in a light place. Oh, wait, this is actually really dark. Never mind. We're starting in a dark place for 2020. <laughs> yeah, <it's- laughs> Sorry, guys. Yes. I forgot what was next. <laughs> we are talking about Janelle Evans uh, of teen mom to fame remember her of the dog killing scandal with her husband david eason well if we haven't talked about it before i can't even recall at this point she and david are no more they split up although there's no divorce papers yet which is suspicious to me but that's a whole other thing 
but she may have a new man in her life. It's a Boston area man named Herb Wilkinson. Hmm. Um, there was an Instagram post that got taken down after people found it. A video on his account of her at dinner and him calling her babe. They are following each other or were following each other last time I checked. They are liking each other's posts. And then she went somewhere snowy. Uh, he lives in Boston and she lives in Nashville. So people she were lo- speculating what? that. Sorry. When did she move to Nashville? Yeah. To me. (laughs) Yeah. No, she moved there a couple months ago after. That's where she, when she left David in North Carolina or South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. I think it was North Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina then. Yeah. She left him and moved to Nashville. So she's somewhere close by. Somewhere around here. Somewhere Larkin. Um, (laughs) So there was some controversy that first came up whenever. They were rumored to be seeing each other or dating or whatever when there were some old tweets attributed to him where they were saying really nasty things about her. People were concerned that he was abusive in that kind of way and that why would she date someone who would say these things about her? But I have seen – I did a deep dive on it and people were saying that those tweets were not authentic um, and that they were faked. Someone had an old Twitter account and that they went back and changed the name and the handle to match his. So, Golly. yeah, right. People have a lot of time on their hands. I know that is so much time. <laughs> Who is doing this? Yeah, I mean, thank that's, you. So. Yeah, that's, I know. <laughs> Wait, so how has did anyone learn how to crochet? Like, did, come on. <laughs> how did, okay. So how did Janelle and, and Herb, how did they meet? Do we, or do we know? We don't know much about it yet but after people his ex someone who purports to be his ex and it tracks on social media confirmed that they were dating on a facebook status that is no more and then he deleted his instagram as soon as people were looking at stuff just gonna delete the whole thing i'm done done with it all got it (laughs) gone so i think you can suspend your instagram account so i don't know if he deleted Uh, it or suspended it but like couldn't take the heat but then she posted something where it was like don't assume anything about my life until i confirm it but she's not a notoriously reliable narrator yeah. when it comes to <laughs> ain't that life. the truth yes literally anything <laughs> yeah so thoughts thoughts on her maybe getting back out there dating thoughts on her maybe not dating thoughts on her continuing to post stuff i mean can she really do worse than david eastman uh, yeah, I would say anything. <laughs> I would say anything else is a is a step is, up, yeah. like anything. So that is true. Actually, <laughs> that guy is and psycho. The, oh my gosh, I know. I'm it's like, like unbearable to watch Psycho too. It's not enjoyable in any way. It's just. I mean, it's, it's like who is this yeah. person? Yeah, it's to the point where I'm like, can he just be gone forever? Yeah. Like, and I, I know, I, I know, I bring this stuff. up every time when we talk about Janelle or David or stuff like this. But that video, and you know, a video I'm talking about, the one. Oh my gosh! You, yep, see the the where he's he has all the ammo and he's like he's showing all the guns and he and there's like a gajillion bullets to like it's just nuts. And I mean, it's a I think of that every time I hear his name or like see anything about him, and it's just. Mm. Yeah, anything, anyone she goes out with, I would say, is a, a, a step above. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, oh, God, I don't know. You haven't had great taste in men in the past, Janelle, but maybe 2020 is really your year. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Here's hoping. divorce filing? I, is, I know that they're embroiled in some kind of custody battle right now, but. 
When did I don't? When, when did they? That? When did they actually separate? Wasn't it like October? So like yeah. a few months ago. Okay. And then she mm-hmm. got a restraining order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, which I believe is still active. It was active through the holidays. So now that we're a bit into January, I'm not sure where that lands. But um, I, they're they're doing stuff legally. I'm just. I don't know. Call me, call me a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I do. Podcast. You have a lot of conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you guys. though, but like once you get past the 90 day mark, it is. It, I feel like it that does start to become a bit of a question mark. So I'm with you on that one. Right, I wouldn't right. have been. I wouldn't have been. You know, 2000 in 2019. But now that we're in 20 and it's past <laughs> the 90. Now it's past the 90 day mark. I'm I'm on your side of the fence with this. Yeah, and you know the speculation that she was just leaving him to get back on Teen Mom to begin with was always there, and I don't know if I believe that, but we've got these like tiny little suspicious puzzle pieces, mm-hmm. and I my mind wants to fit them together in some way. So I'm not sure if they have anything to do with one another, but you think she's I coming? You don't. think she's coming back? <laughs> I would be hard pressed to see them not bringing her back. I I think that's. They're going to do it, and it's going to be like ratings through the roof. Oh, I mean, can you imagine? Everybody's going to want to see that premiere and that return. People who haven't tuned in for years yeah. or ever. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I, th- I think that's maybe what's happening. Um, maybe. Who knows? But we have to leave Janelle behind because, like <laughs> I said, we are starting 2020 on light. Now we're at the light part of it. There we go. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I know. Sorry, everyone. We had to take you down a dark hole of... So the first half was fun. The last part was not great. It was so real dark, real up. dark. Okay, yep, bringing it back up. <laughs> let's bring it back up. Uh, we've got our pop culture picks of the week. I Would you, anyone like to go first with their favorite thing of the week? Or it can be longer because we haven't talked in a while. Uh, I will kick it off. And this is news yeah. from today. And this is on the TV mm-hmm. side. Uh, I'm thrilled that American Horror Story is coming back for not one, not two, but three seasons. I don't know. Woo! How that's possible, but like that's awesome, and that's quite the renewal for that many seasons at one time. But I'm a big, 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 big fan of that show, and I am super pumped that that is coming back. So that is my pick. What is your favorite season of American? Oh my Horror gosh! Story so, far? so it's either between Coven is mm. awesome. I love Coven, and then I actually yeah. really like Roanoke. And the and the way I like I measure too. this question is the sustainability of these seasons because these American Horror Story they run so long. Aren't they at like 22, 24 episodes? They're super long. Oh my gosh. It They're, feels like it. Exactly, I'm not sure. Right? They're so long. So you have to like, like I thought Freak Show was going to be my favorite because it started out awesome. And then it just died for me. Like halfway through, I stopped watching it. It got boring. It kind of went in like weird directions. And I just wasn't, you know, I just wasn't with it anymore. But Coven and, and Roanoke, all like from start to finish, loved them. Yeah, I really like those ones, too. I love Murder House, too. But yeah, oh, half yeah. of those oh, seasons. God. I they totally like, forgot. That's the classic. Right? Of course. Yeah. I started to watch that. It scared me too much, and I couldn't finish it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so. listen, that's a good thing, though, because half of the seasons that I start to watch, I can't finish because I'm like, what is happening anymore? This is not good. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the only bad part of American Horror Story is if you if you miss one, maybe two episodes, you are going to be so lost if you don't catch up on those one or two episodes. Yes, absolutely. So three more seasons. Yeehaw. Sweet. Ryan Murphy, don't betray us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My pop culture pick of the week is that 
Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are oh. taking a step back from their royal you duties. Saw. This is going to be a podcast you, all I know. Its own. I feel like we're naming next week's episode already with this information. I know. <laughs> but they're going to come to live in North America, read Canada, because they just bought a big house there. Um, <laughs> and I feel like living in the U.S. for them would be way too hot. Like, they're trying to get away from the paparazzi. Especially if the Los U.S. Angeles is just like awful. Oh my gosh! I, I yeah, I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure that's the move there, but people are saying either Los Angeles or Canada, and I just can't really see them living in LA. But oh you God, never know; nightmare. they could have multiple yeah. houses. Oh my one gosh! In LA and one in Canada. Can y'all imagine that's Prince true. Harry living in LA? It doesn't even make oh sense gosh. to say it out loud. No, no, it's like move to Canada. They're super chill there. Yeah, and and you can live in the wilderness and. Just live away from all the people who seem to make your life a living hell. There's been some backlash against them for that. And maybe it's because I don't super care about the royals, but I, I think it sounds like I think it sounds like a great idea. Everyone's so mean. I mean, to the them. scenario <laughs> you just said of like getting like a cabin out in the woods in the you know, like cold weather. I mean, that's I hate to say this, but that's my dream. So that's Same. I'm I'm for it. If they want to invite us over, yeah, we'll, we I'll, are chill. Uh, Y'all have fun. Yeah, I'll bring over a, je- a jello spread for them and on their front door. So I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that, that's mine. Good for them. I appreciate them. Hannah, what is yours of the week? Uh, mine also happened today, and it was Kim Kardashian giving her Instagram followers a tour of her refrigerators after <gasps> the little debacle when she uh, posted an advertisement for Skims. That was a picture of her fridge, and it was only full of milk. Uh, <laughs> so today she uh, addressed that and took her Instagram followers on a tour of her kitchen, which is actually... An industrial kitchen that you could find at a restaurant that has several industrial refrigerators and freezers full of food. Golly. So it was just, and she has an entire pantry for her frozen yogurt machine and her frozen yogurt toppings, which frankly is a dream, but it's just, it's just a <laughs> Wait, lot. did you say a pantry? Yeah, there's an entire for, pantry. Oh my. It has a frozen yogurt machine in it, and then it has glass <laughs> jars of all the toppings because her house doesn't have any labels in it. She lives in a label-free <laughs> home. It's all like the beige, you know, Great. neutral color scheme. It's very fascinating to me. So that, you know, it just did a lot for me today, personally. Yeah, I was disturbed by that because they showed a lot of produce in that house. And there's like not that many people. There's only six people. They have thinking, a staff, this, you know, they maybe maybe they does do the staff, staff get to eat there. I don't okay. know. Well, if this, I would hope so if, if there's that much food. But Same. If the staff gets to eat, I'm okay with it. Otherwise, I was like, yes, they've got to throw 90% of, produce, of us away. Of, I would love of, to see that grocery bill. No question about yeah. that. Oh, my gosh. A lot of Beyond Meat. <laughs> yeah. Appreciated that, them going veggie. That's yeah, actually, wow. That's a, yeah, good for her. I just realized how old I am, the fact that I was worried about her produce. Okay, oh! we have to end the show. <laughs> I'm a bajillion Ex- years exposed. old. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was like one of those hello darkness my old friend moments where it yes. just came down on me. The Ben Affleck <laughs> meme just Sad like came Affleck. into my head right there when you said that. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we have to end it. I have to <laughs> confront my own mortality. Bye. Um, <laughs> don't forget to follow popculture.com for all your up-to-date news. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Anna Rumor. I'm at Jameson G. Brown. And I'm at underscore Hannah Barnes. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give us those five-star ratings. We want to read them out loud. Yeah. But 
we need more to read unless you want us to read the same ones again. And that's just weird. So <laughs> let's not do that and give us more ratings. Five stars, five <laughs> uh, stars. Happy 2020. Five stars, five stars. Happy 2020. <laughs> and we will talk to you next week. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.